Hey y'all, it's Sarah here. Um, Just a quick heads up on this episode, me and Joe get real nerdy after the halfway point. So if you are not into Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Dune, or various other super nerdy topics, you may want to skip pretty much just the second half of this episode. So um, if you stick with us, great. Thank you so much. We love it. Otherwise, um, just dip out because you're not you're not going to have fun. <laughs> Thanks. episode um 11 this time and i'm back this week yay joe's back with us uh we missed you well i don't know why i'm saying we it's me um, <laughs> during our week off um although i had a great time with matt i hope people enjoyed listening to him um i know you listened to matt's episode uh what did you think I did. It was weird. I like tried to respond to stuff and I was like, oh wait, I'm listening. I do that on podcasts anyway, but this podcast was different. It's like, oh, I'm a part of this one. So it's even weirder when it's your own. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, I watched The Wicker Man. I know what you're talking about. (laughs) I know. I couldn't believe he hadn't seen it. (laughs) He's going to have to watch. it's just it's not a good movie but it's like that bad good you gotta watch it's so bad it's good it's one of those yeah um and i feel like it's kind of um i don't know it kind of was midsummer before midsummer existed i feel like it's got like some early midsummer vibes going on and i like that well there's a bear suit and he just like goes around like punches women in the bear suit (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of similarities, like being lured, you know, to this um, this cult. bizarre earth nature cult, and then, you know, um, basically being tricked into your death and being a sacrifice and bear suits around. And yeah, there, there's a lot of similarities. So uh, love it. So yeah, if you haven't seen Wicker Man, go check it out. Um, I've never seen the original one. I don't know. If, I, I assume it's good, but um, I've only seen like the hilarious Nicolas Cage version. So. so it's supposed to be a very good movie. I actually own it on DVD. Have I watched it? I have not. So. <laughs> okay it's funny you say that because i have several movies like that (laughs) i'm like yo nice i own that movie people like oh cool what's it like i'm like i have no idea (laughs) why am i like this (laughs) i feel like there was a very specific phase of like the late 2000s when Mm -hmm. um you could go to best buy and go in that five dollar bin and just get like so many movies and it was like every time i set foot in like a best buy or a target or whatever i would come out with like a five dollar movie because like at that point before like streaming services were everywhere it was kind of in that weird space where like you didn't really go to blockbuster anymore so you could like rent things online or you could like red box something but like a lot of things weren't on streaming services because there weren't as many at that point. Yeah. So it was like, oh, well, I've been wanting to see this movie and this is only $5. That's like the same price it would cost to like rent it or whatever. Might as well just buy it and like own it forever. At least that was my thinking. So that's how I ended up like owning a lot of random movies that otherwise like I don't really feel that strongly about, but it was just cheaper to buy them than like do anything else. Well, and I did a bunch 
aspect of um so whenever blockbuster went out of business like there wasn't like every movie online anymore but like so they'd like have like these massive blockbuster liquidations and you could get like a good movie for like a dollar or two and so i bought a ton i, I remember I that so many dvds from blockbuster that i have not watched yeah i still have some of those that have the funny like blockbuster like labeling on them and everything mm -hmm. like they're still in the blockbuster package because i remember when the one in midtown tulsa like a mile from my house went out of business i hit that sale up hard <laughs> i got all kinds of random stuff yeah and I've, I've given some of them away and like donated some of them by now but a few of them i still have so definitely a weird time um but yeah if you ever get around to watching the wicker man on the dvd that you own uh let me know how it goes <laughs> i'll give the podcast an update I, I heard it's good so yeah i've heard that like 10 years now so we'll see if i give it a watch nice nice awesome all right well um how was things with your parents um how was your visit with them it was good it's just like you know i couldn't like go away and be like hey give me an hour so i can talk to sarah and do a podcast about like buttholes and dildos and yep. I, I don't have to explain all that so i was just like i don't know like we just kind of entered a stalemate where we couldn't record but i mean hey the episode turned out good so um, yeah i just yeah. Got, i just took a break for a week <laughs> which is funny because i almost messaged you because i listened to crime junkies and they did the same thing and i wanted to like text you and be like yo check out what a lazy asshole Brit is for not like doing recording on a weekend huh <laughs> you and Brit are in the same boat i love it <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was super fun to record with Matt. I hope everyone enjoyed him. Um, I enjoyed his really wholesome answers to our, um, our listener questions. Um, we have a listener who knows a lot about Matt. So that was fun and wholesome. <laughs> who was the, uh, who was the person asking questions? I don't know. Who, who Nobody knows. It? It's crazy. Dang. Someone who knows he leaves his dresser drawers open. It's so wild. <laughs> he, he may have a stalker. He might want to get into that. I know. He should check it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, in all seriousness, Matt and Kim are like a very cute couple. I love them. Their wedding was beautiful. Um, and like, I, I don't say this about many couples, so I don't say this lightly. I find a lot of flaws in people, but Matt and Kim are truly like made for each other. When I met them and saw them together, I was like, y'all are perfect. And it's just really cute and adorable. So shout out to them for being wonderful. But anyway, um, I don't really have any business as always. Like I never have business, um, but I guess just... Um, you know, subscribe, rate, and review us. We'd love to get some ratings and reviews. If you guys don't mind taking a second on whatever platform you're on, that would be super cool for us. Um, and follow our social media. It's always tagged in the show description, wherever you're listening. Um, you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. You can email us, send us stories. And if you ever want to be a guest or come on the show in any capacity, um, anonymous or otherwise, we're pretty flexible. So let us know. I was on a date and uh, the podcast came up and so she had it on her phone and I was like, yo, rate it right now. Like, you should rate it. I felt like, 
felt like I was a little intense about it, but I was just like, hey, oh this my is gosh. my one shot to get one, so I legit yes. made her do it. <laughs> Much like Hamilton, you're not throwing away your shot. <laughs> I am not. She looked a little confused, but she was like, all right, whatever. But hey. Oh my gosh, I love that. You're just like, no, do it right now in front of me. <laughs> Oh, I knew I wasn't going on a second date, so I was like, yo, I gotta make this count. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get something out of it. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a power move, and I love it. I'm gonna... I, know, it's, I don't know. It's, I should probably start just, like, um, going up to going people up to I know when I see them and, and just them. being like, hey, by the way, do it. And they're like, yeah, yeah I'll do it later. No. I said now. <laughs> get your phone out. <laughs> Go to my podcast, and you better like it. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Uh, by the way, I was curious for myself. So besides our U.S. people, let's see. Geographically, we were in United Kingdom, Australia, Philippines, Ireland, Spain, Venezuela, and Germany. Damn. Who's listening in Venezuela? Isn't their entire, like, you know, society crumbling and they're taking the time to listen to our podcast? <laughs> I do have an ex from there, so that's, like, probably what makes sense. Oddly, like, I've known, yeah, so that's probably it, honestly. But, you know, you're you're right, like, their society is crumbling, so. Yeah, I mean, our podcast seems like a low priority in the grand scheme of things, but, I mean, I really appreciate it. Awesome. I know, it's good for us question mark yeah but uh, <laughs> for us yay societal collapse <laughs> that's the whole reason we started this podcast is like well we need something to do <laughs> oh my gosh seriously though um well that's awesome and we are officially you know an international podcast well that's pretty exciting i love it i know i'm like a decent amount of continents now that's crazy yeah. awesome we just got to get someone in Antarctica, Antarctica officially. Why can't I say that word? What's wrong with me? Um, but <laughs> we need to get someone there and then we'll be covered. I do like Ireland's listening. Like they can hear our paleness and origin oh. to their country. and uh, like, Our people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yo, these two sound mad pasty. Like, let's listen in. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, true story. Sad but true. <laughs> Someone was asking me the other day, they're like, Are you even like able to tan? I'm like, nope, just straight burn. <laughs> straight burn and then afterwards some nice freckles. <laughs> yeah, it like reds and then like it'll give like a slight color. Like it's just like like improves slightly. It's like whenever you have like those paint slotches and there's like 50 of them and like you see like one go down. It's like, yeah, that's what it's like. <laughs> moderately improved but not a whole lot (laughs) uh yeah it's it's real sad i can see just the faintest apple watch tan that i have because i always wear my apple watch and i mean is that better or worse than not having it at all like i feel like that's just makes me a fucking nerd like i don't know if that's better but (laughs) yeah there is proof that there is a slight color change there so Anyway, uh, are we ready to get into our stories this week? Yeah, let's pull it up. Do All right, have, I got see. mine up, so I'll go ahead and start because I, again, don't know where we're at with this. All right, so my first one is just a fantastic title. The title is Need a Good Asian Woman in My Life. 
<laughs> and it goes. Who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, honestly, same. But <laughs> Not even um, sexual, just like, yo, like, let yeah. me, like, just talk to a nice Asian lady. <laughs> I like diversity. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, all right. So it goes. Work and life are crazy right now. Oh, amen, brother. Amen. Um, and there's no chance of meeting someone anymore. So here I am. I'm a good looking, nice white guy looking for friendship with an Asian woman. What would you like to know? And that's it. So, so I like it. Um, I like his boldness. I like that he, he knows what he wants and he's just out there looking for it. So good for him. So, So we've talked about this. I feel like this is like every, 20 year old white dude in san diego though mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like every white dude in their 20s is like yo i want like an asian girl stat like that's like their thing out there accurate mm-hmm. yeah so i want to know more about this guy like i do he says what do you want to know like i'd like to know a lot honestly like i would like an age range I would like some sort of description of like who he is. Like we know nothing from this. And that's what I found interesting. I'm like, okay, so you want an Asian woman, but you just say you're a good looking white guy, but you don't give any other description. And he says Asian woman, but he also does not give a description. Like she could be a grandma. Like, are you truly looking for anyone or like, what's the vibe here? So I just have some questions as usual. I actually had, this is like decently high level, but I actually had this conversation with someone recently, you know, like the Maslow's hierarchy table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like we t- discussed it in terms of dick. And so it's like, yo, you got dick on the bottom, which is a pretty easy commodity to meet. Like mm-hmm. any guy on the planet basically has it. Yeah. So like, you can't just say you have dick because that's a pretty abundant source. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you bringing that's besides dick? And I feel like that's where his mistake is like, you got to at least give something as to like, what makes you special? What's your personality? Like, what do you do? Like anything, like what makes you stand out? Yeah, so true. And I love that you said the dick is abundant because one of my favorite memes ever just says dick is abundant and of low value. And like, that is so true. <laughs> like, it's not even a meme. It's just literally a statement, but I love it because it's so relevant to everyone's life. Like if anyone is ever like caught up over like a man or something, it's like, girl, read this real quick just let me remind you (laughs) yeah awesome well that's my first one what's what do you have for us today all right i was just debating going between the heady one in the beginning or at the end so i decided i will go right into it and get my craigslist one out of the way all right so here's the title rain will wash it away oh my god wow is this a hillary duff song I, it might be. I don't know. You'll have to tell me, but uh, there's okay, not much, there's not much grammar capitalization. Like there's lacking a lot here. So here we go. I wanted to get that furniture gone. The sale idea was actually quite incredible. I had much to say, many ideas, built you a website, did paperwork. The only one who finished as you asked lost and stole nothing bit i was never enough i told you that many years ago i know you don't remember hope you do well i tired 
how little any if it truly mattered to you never two days in a row and that solves nothing it's not solid or stable take care hope the rain brings new times and new life you must let go of the bad things for you you'll continue to corkscrew if you stay where you are you knew that once i love her three legs and all Sorry, that last line really got to me. Three legs? Where did the, what? Where did this come from? <laughs> is she like a centaur that's missing a leg? Like what's so what's going on? Oh my gosh, that was like a novel. Oh my right? god! Right. I feel like I'm back in like high school English class, and I need to like dis- dissect what this means. Dude, like, it's literally like the English teacher is like, what does blue mean? Like, I could take any word of that and be like, let's discuss this for like 12 years because I really need to know more about this. Like, I feel like this is the classic English teacher meme of like, let's unpack this because like, there's a lot there. So much. (laughs) Wow. Also, just like in terms of plot, I like that there's like a random part where he's like, I built you a website. Like, what? Yeah, there was some weird, like, I don't know. It sounded like he wasn't being paid for his labor in a few points in this story. Yeah. If we can even call it that. So I don't understand. Like, is he mad? Is this a he? Is he mad? Where's the third leg coming from? Where is this third leg? That's the strangest part. I was almost, I'm not going to say I was with you because I have no idea what I just heard, but like I was going with it until that final line and then that got me. And now I just don't even know. I don't even know either. And I like that there's just so many random things. Like here's one, never two days in a row and that solves nothing. What was going on two days in a row? Like what are you... Were you, do you like, think it's a like a, do you think it's like um he couldn't ever see her for more than two days in a row? I'm maybe, sorry, I'm just going very like thing. I'm going very heteronormative on this, and I'm assuming it's a guy writing this to a girl. We don't know, do we? Was there like any sort of answer no. to that? Okay, no, so I, I'm sorry, I, that was just my assumption. I should not assume this could be anyone. However, like it sounds like the person did not get to see the other person from like two days in a row like ever so maybe they were seeing other people is like the implication or i i just don't know dude it's like none of this even seems like they even like did shit like i I don't know if it's just like he like wrote her a contract or built her a website and he's just like obsessed or like they actually like had this like intense affair like it could literally be a number of things but it yeah it just makes no sense also you'll you'll continue to corkscrew like does it mean like spiral i think he's trying to or whoever wrote this i think is trying to say spiral that's what it sounded like to me but corkscrew is a fun little uh variation (laughs) that was i kind of enjoyed that but yeah (laughs) wow that's so much (sighs) it was i honestly feel tired after just that one like it's just so i am emotionally drained jeez (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to lighten it up a little bit with my next one. Go for it, please. All right. So the title of this one I enjoyed because it's specific. Um, Brandon P. Instacart Delivery Guy. And this was in in Carlsbad. 
Awesome. So it goes. So I was stuck in traffic and you had to wait for me to deliver my stuff at the hotel. You had tattoos, gorgeous eyes, and I would really like to see you again beyond just bringing me goodies. (laughs) (laughs) Your name was Brandon P and you had tattoos covering your right arm. First thing I saw when I walked in the door. I left my number on your review, but you can also email me. If anyone knows who this person is, please point them in my direction. Aw. So I love this because it's someone just like shooting their shot. Like they're like, that delivery guy was super hot. Like I'm going to try to get him to call me. Like I love that. And I love how specific it is. And it's just like wholesome. Like clearly if Brandon P is an Instacart driver and sees this, he's going to like know it was him. So I love it. I like that she left her number on the review. Like, that's a pretty big leap, but I like that. Like, I, I, like I actually it. approve of that. Yeah, I like the boldness, but it's also, I feel like, not super creepy because he doesn't have no. to do anything with it. It's just like, here's my number if you felt a connection to, like, the end. Like, I, I kind of love it. And I feel like this is also very timely because so many people are getting more and more things, like, delivered, like, food and just, like, all kinds of other random deliveries now that... I feel like this could be more and more common that you have like an attractive delivery person for something and you're like feeling a connection because you're like stuck at home and can't really do anything else. Like I feel like this, this should be happening more and more honestly. So I just felt like it was timely and I enjoyed it. Yeah, I like it. I I noticed that with COVID more, like there's like really random like flirts, like you just like randomly flirt with someone that you're like, I would have never fucking done this, but I'm so like, just like pent up that it's just like, (laughs) it just like has to get out somehow. Yeah, you're just like starved for social interaction, I feel like. So people are seeing everyone in like a whole new light almost. Yeah. All right, what's your next one? So I thought this was going to be fairly short, but um, it is not that way, but it is definitely worth the ride. So this guy said on Reddit that he fucked up by telling his girlfriend of three months that he loved her. Hmm. I was on the phone via Bluetooth with my mom. And at the end of the call, I always say, I love you. My girlfriend of three months came walking in. And as I finished my call and apparently thought the I love you was for her. She immediately started crying tears of joy, jumping up and down so happy that I finally came out with my true feelings. I told her I was on the Bluetooth and that it wasn't actually talking to her, but I'm sorry that it seemed like I was. Now she's locked herself away in the bedroom crying. Don't know what to do. She's a really great girl, but I'm a bit scared that the relationship is ruined now from the situation. So that was the short one that I thought I was reading but it goes on so oh, let's no pull it apart. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait there's more <laughs> there is a lot more i was about there's to say actually... like okay okay maybe we can come back from this <laughs> no 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 there's actually oh, no. three parts i'm not gonna go to part three but we're gonna get through part two for sure okay so the story has taken quite a drastic turn so hold on to your seatbelts, people My girlfriend locked herself away in the room last night after I told her that I was on the phone with my mom. Yeah, yeah, we got that. Silence from the other side of the door. I went to the bed on the couch, hoping we would have a talk the next morning. Well, I woke up today with her standing over me, just staring. She didn't say anything. She just stared. I was a... (laughs) I was a little freaked out, and I asked what was going on. Silence. 
at that point i'm like okay silent treatment so i go to the kitchen to make some coffee and pancakes maybe i'll win her over with some food she started muttering to herself while still standing at the couch staring at me staring 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 i'm getting a little weirded out at this point so i say i'm calling your mom she screams loudest i've ever heard someone scream and it sounded like the blood curdling scream that people talk about hearing from murder victims at this point my heart is fucking pounding i just about shit my pants and ran out the room as she chased me i managed to slam the door shut behind me and she starts pounding on it like throwing herself at the door trying to burst it down the door is made of, made of pretty solid wood, so without something like a battering ram, there's no way my tiny 110-pound girlfriend could break it down. And guess what? I left my fucking phone in the kitchen and haste to get the fuck out of Dodge. My only way out of this is through diplomacy, and this shit is going to have to take way more diplomatic than USS and uh, USR. Anyway, she starts crying, and not just crying either, like crying as if she found out she just lost her entire family in a freak accident. Why won't you love me? I've done so much for you. Why don't you love me? And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, just lots of yelling. So let's get down to the nitty gritty. So I figure um, it would be some type of trick. So she, he wanted to review the cameras in his home to see like what she was doing that night that she was staring at him. And he goes to catch the camera. He rewinds the footage from last night. I'm telling you, the shit was psycho. She left my room at 1 a.m., walked to the couch where I was asleep, stood there watching me for 49 minutes, went back to the room, 3 a.m., came around, still asleep. She comes back, watches for me at one point, put her face next to mine, almost touching me, nose to nose, and sat there for another 22 minutes. 5 a.m. rolls around. She goes to the kitchen and grabs a dish rag no clue why, and stands over me for two hours, yes, two fucking hours, until I wake up and my story starts as described above. Needless to say, I'm a bit spooked and don't think this relationship will be continuing on. Whew. So I have updates. I don't want to read them all because it's like super long, but what are your thoughts so far? What could he possibly be updating us on other than he dumped her? Like, this is terrifying. You just described the plot of the first Paranormal Activity movie. Like... <laughs> so, I know why terrified. she did it. I just wanted to get your raw reaction before I gave you the reason why she was just, like, standing over him, like, muttering like a psycho. Please, please explain, because I'm terrified. So, to put it bluntly, meth... Oh, yeah, she's she likes the meth. And uh, so it looks oh. like he talked he talked to her mom. And she said like that, I guess, like she went on a bender after and she's going back in. And apparently like he reviewed some more footage from his house. And like she had some like random dude in there like doing meth together and stuff. So I guess that explains it. But like that's just oh. like so terrifying. Okay, I mean, that introduced hard drugs into this, any story, and it makes it, like, way less cool and less fun and horrifying, but, like, still, that is insanely scary. But, like, she's, he said that, like, he's like, yo, like, cause apparently, like, she just got out of rehab when they started dating. Oh, okay, well, like, he could have said that. That shines a lot more light but on But he, did, he didn't know that, though. Is though is like oh. he didn't know like no he had no idea until oh, like, okay. all this went down. Oh no, like, that's hey, unsettling. Didn't... Then 
gotcha. and he's like, why didn't the mom tell me? Why didn't she say like, hey, this is like what I'm going through. I'm yeah. working on it. I'm sober. Like you just have to have that conversation. Like, but yeah, doing this shit is, yeah, a whole, very terrifying. Oh my God. Okay. Wow. That's a, that's a lot to unpack. So that like, was a lot. what are the updates? Basically meth. Meth was the biggest one. It sounded like he's like trying to be nice, but it looks like she's like going to go to rehab. Um, Cause yeah, it seemed like she's like back on it and stuff. And um, yeah, apparently like she was living there. So also like he has to figure out like getting her shit back to her too. So Yikes. just a whole lot of fun stuff. Oh my. That also, is like, wow. Just a side note. This is not the thing to focus on, but like people like legit just like move in together. Like, without like the whole I love you ish stuff like three months I'm just like okay like I can understand like a couple items but like full out move in together like yeah that seems a little that's too soon and I feel like he learned that the hard way so you know hopefully he'll never make that mistake again (laughs) yeah good thing he had the security cameras that he could review footage from as she like stood there watching him sleep though like that got me that's horrifying this literally went from like a like funny like romantic comedy like ah I didn't mean to say I love you to like horror movie to like oh wait no nah, it's just like meth. <laughs> yeah, wow, that was a roller coaster. It oh was. My goodness. Yikes! All right, well, don't do meth, kids. <laughs> um, so my last one is just titled Yard Work, but. It's not what you think it is. <laughs> oh, is she horny for a lawnmower dude? Better. Or he? All right. So it goes, you were a tall Hispanic man, bearded, met you at Arco at the intersection of 15 and Deer Springs. I was the guy with the big white truck. You provided service for me that day. Excellent service. Lost, <laughs> lost your info. Please send a line if you see this ad. I could use more service. <laughs> so it's that kind of yard work. <laughs> and it's it's dude for dude. <laughs> and it's at apparently a gas station. So I love it. Oh, that's yeah. Steven. Yeah. Okay. So, interesting. Yeah. So we've established that this is a guy in a big white truck at the gas station, a tall bearded Hispanic man provided him some kind of excellent service. And now he wants to get back in touch with him to do it again. I'm not like gay dudes. I'm like, if you had a good time, like just, you know, share some contact info. Exchange if you, numbers. Like, like I, yeah, yeah. If huge you, missed opportunity. I know it's interesting, but yeah. Okay. Well, I hope he finds his service man soon. I know. I just love the term yard work though. <laughs> this wasn't even like at your home or any yard so like we're being very vague here but I love it (laughs) I see that on Kansas City a lot where like they like use metaphors like all the time for like yeah so they won't get yeah so they won't get taken down but I it's great I love it so I clicked on it I'm like yard work what's this about is it like a horny housewife or something and I'm like oh no (laughs) it's in a different direction So I'm happy I get to end on this one. You're done, right? I'm sorry. Absolutely. (laughs) So this is like wholesome, dirty, like everything that we like all in one. Mm. So it's she fucked up by sending a vibrator to her grandmother. Beautiful. So this involves many fuck ups and happened a year or so ago. 
I bought a present for my grandmother. She's uh, for, from a website for her birthday. All went well. She got the present and was delighted with it. A few months later, I used the same website to order a vibrator, but it never arrived. I called customer support to complain that they went over my order, including making sure that they had the correct address. It was then that I realized that I had sent the vibrator to my grandmother as her address had been saved as the default one for the previous order. I called my grandmother to ask if she had received the package. She said yes. She thought that she gave it to my dad because she thought it was a toy for his cats and that I had sent it to her house by mistake. Now, I don't know if my grandmother honestly didn't know that it was a vibrator and really thought it was a cat toy. I believe she really had no idea what it was. She grew up Catholic in a small southern town and wasn't exposed to much outside her little world. So now, not only did I send a vibrator to my grandmother, she had given it to my dad. I refused to call my dad and was not ready to have that conversation, but about a week later, I got the package from my dad that contained the vibrator and we never spoke of it. You would think this would be the end of the story, but it is not. Remember when I called customer service to find out why I didn't get my package? They were very nice and sent out a replacement. Where the, did they send their replacement? To my grandmother. <laughs> I never, oh, no. <laughs> I never told them to change the address. At oh, this Grandma. point, I was too embarrassed <laughs> to ask anyone about it and tried to forget it ever happened. Cut to Christmas, and my dad came to visit. He told me he had something for me and went to the guest room with him. He hand me, hands me the package with the vibrator and says, please, for the love of God, stop sending, sending vibrators to your grandmother. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, that's like perfect. I love that story. I that's do too, just and like I love it. everything hilarious and wholesome, but also dildos. So I love yes. it. <laughs> I love that the grandma is just like, why is she sending me so many cat toys? Like, I know. it's very nice of her. <laughs> like, please stop. <laughs> Oh, that's great. I love it. By the way, to incorporate our sponsors, you could always go to Cain and Abel for your, you know, dildo <laughs> needs. Get in that cellophane packaging. Yes, let everyone know. You got to flex so, on them a little bit, you know? <laughs> what's, what's worse, since you do have a grandmother alive, so yeah. if, you, if they messed up your order and sent it to your grandma or to your place of business... Oh, it's worse to send it to work because my grandma wouldn't know what it was. That's true. Like, for sure. Like, or if she did, she would just, I don't know, she would just be like, that's nice, sweetie, and just, like, think I had sent her a gift. <laughs> what if it's just, like, a giant, like, foot-long dildo, though, that's, like, pretty hard to mistake for anything? Oh, my gosh. I still just think it would be funny. I, I don't think my grandma would care. Honestly, I still think work is way worse. Yeah, because it's like you have to face those people every day. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Oh, my God. All right. Well, that was our stories. So we will take a quick break. And when we come back, we have an exciting topic for today. So be right back. Today's podcast is sponsored by that Mexican restaurant that's close by where you live right now, but you complain isn't as good as that awesome place back in your hometown. Do you like queso? Well, this place either doesn't have it at all, or it's extremely thick and on the verge of coagulating any minute. 
But you know what this place does have? Tacos. Instead of properly marinating their meat, this place is going to throw five random vegetables in there, call it fancy, and charge you $5 more for it. Use offer code NOTSOCASUAL and the waiter will definitely not roll his L's and break your heart when he asks if you like your quesadilla. Overpriced local Mexican place. You know we're legit when we don't even hire any Latinos. All right, and we are back. We, were we having, are. We were having a funny conversation while we were on our little break. Um, <laughs> Joe, you were saying you um, have finally stopped buying action figures, and I'm really proud of you. So I have. Good for that. <laughs> I used to buy like one a week, and like at my like old place, like in the kitchen, I just like fucking put them around the kitchen because I had like fucking hundreds of them. So. At a certain point, it was like coronavirus. And I'm just like, yo, I need to like focus on like useful shit. So maybe I should like stop buying them. So, and yeah. now that I'm like in a smaller place, it makes even less sense. So, yeah, I feel yeah. I do just buy like random stuff though. Like we were just talking about, Andrew orders a bunch of random stuff online um, and has gotten into some random hobbies during quarantine. But I feel like we all have. And then I actually almost bought a Funko Pop like literally yesterday but um I stopped myself so I'm I'm proud of myself for that and I'm not even really into those it was just a cute one so I'm glad I've matured I shouldn't spend ten dollars on just random little um cartoon action figures here and there so yay for growth and maturity (laughs) although I could get a decent return on one um so I got one last year uh, this, the Mandalorian pop. Mm, okay. It was one from a convention that I happened to just like grab. Anyway, I got it for $15. Want to know how much it's selling for right now? Oh my gosh, how much? $582. Are you kidding? You should sell it. Uh, I oh need my... to now. Oh my it was, God. It was 300 for a while, but I figured like when season two would happen and it would jump up some more. Yeah, probably. Damn. All yeah. right. Well, maybe that's not such a dumb investment. <laughs> I know. I was criticizing myself that I was like, oh, wait, I could like make some money on this one. But yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Funko Pops are a terrible investment, though. I luckily I only have I actually only have the dick in a box ones that you gave me, which I absolutely love. Like they're not for investment. They're just because they're wonderful. But um, yeah, I almost bought the Sarah Sanderson one from Hocus Pocus yesterday because her name's Sarah and I love that movie, but I I stopped myself. So Um, good for me. (laughs) But this leads perfectly into our big rotating topic for this week. And that is nerd culture and specifically under the lens of how nerd culture kind of interacted with and does interact with online culture um so kind of how fandoms have moved online how it's kind of given a new life to different fandoms that maybe aren't for anything new but it's just kind of given them this whole new um fan base almost even through memes and just through like random you know groups and communities online so with that being said um the first one that i think is like a perfect example of this is the star wars prequels and kind of how they've taken on this whole second life in you know the current internet era 
so do you want to start us off and kind of like explain this phenomenon? Yeah, I think the best way I could do it is just like even with a meme. There's one of the movie Ant-Man where he gives his daughter a doll and she's like, it's so ugly. And the dad's like smiling, Paul Rudd smiling. And she's like, I love it. And I feel like that's exactly how people feel about the Star Wars prequels. Like they're ugly. They're kind of like jarring acting. Like the CGI does not hold up whatsoever. But man, are they like fun and stupid and the dialogue is clunky and man, do I love these movies. I really, really do. I would watch, I would watch Revenge of the Sith right now and I'm not joking or being facetious at all. Like That I is straight up a it. good movie and I will fight anyone who says otherwise. <laughs> the first two, however, no, they are not. I would not argue that they are good movies, but do I love them? Hell yes. I I love those movies so much. And I think a lot of this is kind of coming from the fact that now people who saw those when we were little, like those were our Star Wars movies that came out when we were growing up. So like when we were kids, that's what we had. And I feel like there's this huge wave of nostalgia for those movies now. Now that we're all adults, people who grew up with that phase of Star Wars are like, oh, but this is like my childhood. I remember getting all the toys for these movies. Like I just remember it so clearly. So it's not that they're objectively good movies. It's just that like I have a really soft spot for these movies and I feel like a lot of people now feel that way but then even more so it's kind of taken on this whole second life with the prequel memes and that's honestly I feel like just been in the past year when those have gotten like really really good but we've been in this phase of prequel memes now for a while and they're just they never get old for me like every time I see them even if it's the same format I still just love it every time like I'll never get tired of it. No, I really won't either. And just like for me a while, like it's just there's just stuff that's just like so legitimately funny. Like the fact that like they spend like five minutes of like Obi-Wan like trying to surprise General Grievous. And it, he literally just like lands and's like, hey, what's up? Hello there. And like I was like, <laughs> but hello there. So so random. <laughs> but so random, but so great. It's so good. <laughs> like, and I can't even explain why I love it so much, but those movies are just so good. Like they they don't make sense. Like no. they're about the most boring topic ever. Like, let's just touch on that fact real quick that George Lucas is like a huge nerd and wanted to get into like trade politics for like three straight movies. <laughs> like, like it's truly just ridiculous, but it, it I love them. I know, and then like how like the whole part of it is just like how like um freaking palpatine is like supposed to be this like menace in the background but every time they show him he's like evil grinning like super hard and like when he tries to like induct anakin he like turns like 50 times like gives him like a super evil look it's just it's just ridiculous and it's great because especially like how kind of safe the new Star Wars movies are. This is just so bonkers and crazy and weird that it's just so much fun. Yeah, they're just so off the wall and like they're so just like hit you over the head opposite of subtle with everything they do. Like the the bad romance plot is just like over the top bad. Like it, it's just so 
ridiculous. Like, so all the like love scenes are just like the worst thing ever because they're so over the top. And you're like, who would say this shit? No one. And then like, yeah, Palpatine being evil, they're all like, what? How could it be him? No one saw this coming. And you're just like, this dude's been like sneaking around looking evil for like three straight movies now and no one saw this coming like are you kidding me like it's just so excessive and ridiculous like the whole the whole plot of the three movies is so absurd and then like this massive trade war that's been basically completely um you know, set up by the dark side. It's just hilarious. It's like, why would they go about it in that way, though? Like, they didn't have a better option. <laughs> so, I think we're both fans, but I just realized something. And, like, I'll give you bonus points if you know the answer to this, because I honestly don't. What were they trading that they thought about? Oh, my gosh. I don't know the answer. I really don't know the answer. It's not like I'm going to surprise you. Like, I really don't know this. But, like, as you were saying this, it was like, yeah, they, like, fight about trade. But, like, what the fuck are they even trading? Okay, I think it's more, like, trade war in the general sense. So, I think it's just, like, whatever goods the different, like, entities or planets can provide each other. I don't think it's one specific thing. I think it's just, like, like big T trade, like, in general, so I don't even know, because they never talk about any sort of specific no. resources that they're even trading. That's so true. So the whole thing is a fucking trade war, and we don't even know. I don't think they said, I just rewatched the movies not too long ago. That's like, so yeah, they... George Lucas of him. Like, that right? is the most George Lucas move to, like, not even tell us. <laughs> I know, right? I love it. Oh my gosh, he's such a fucking nerd, and it's great. <laughs> I do love it. He's, Yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, I mean, I feel like the prequels and the prequel memes and everything are just like having this whole second life and it makes me so happy and it just makes me full of nostalgia for when those movies came out. Um, But it's great. I love it. And I love that like this kind of like these nerdy fandoms and nerd culture in general kind of has in the internet age and I know this isn't new but I feel like now you can find these really specific groups and communities online where you can find people who think these exact same things are interesting and cool and funny and you can find like some really like like like-minded individuals which I feel like is awesome because like back when like the prequels first came out I mean they weren't like shat on like they are now when they first came no. out but even then like if you were like a big fan of these movies and you most people didn't like them or something around you you didn't really have anyone to talk to about it but now I feel like with you know just like on uh reddit and like even in like facebook subgroups you know you could get like really specific and find these communities who think like you do and like want to talk about the same things that you do and like find these things funny and I just think it's like really cool I don't know I was thinking about how um you know just the internet has provided this whole new resource to people and I love it so that's kind of where I wanted to go with this um the other thing I want to touch on that is not really um tied in as much to the internet although I have seen this 
theory floating around in these Star Wars um, communities online, but this is just a theory that I've wanted to discuss on the pod for a long time. And it's not even really like an in-depth theory. It's just something I feel strongly about, Um, but it does relate to the Star Wars prequels. So basically the theory is that um, the downfall of the Republic in Star Wars was caused by a lack of women's healthcare and reproductive (laughs) care. And I want to dive into this. Let's unpack this because I think it's so true and so valid. Um, It specifically centers around the fact that Padme died in childbirth for no specific (laughs) reason other than she was sad. And the robots are like, she's sad. What do we do? Yes. They have literal robots birthing babies. And you're telling me that they can't save her because she's sad. Like, come on. So I feel like there's a huge lack of focus on women's healthcare and well-being and maternal care in the Star Wars universe. And if women are just dying in childbirth right and left, um, that's going to cause society some problems. And then let's look at the biggest problem it caused. Um, you know, Padme died in childbirth. And because of that, Anakin went and turned to the dark side and created the empire. So it literally directly led to the fall of the Republic. So don't tell me that women's reproductive health is not important um, because it literally caused this problem for everyone. So I just needed to touch on that. I don't know if you have any like additional insight or analysis of this. So have you heard the crazy theory about why she died? I mean, I've read some things, but I don't know what specific theory you're going to tell. Some people say it's Sidious. I think it's more Anakin, but they say that like, because he's the chosen one and he's like the hot, like one of the hot, like most powerful Jedi or force users in general, he was able to siphon life from Padme so that he didn't die whenever he like got burned to death basically and by all accounts like should be dead I mean like I guess you can read into it that way I guess like that could make sense in the Star Wars universe but I don't I don't think George Lucas meant it that way quite honestly like I feel like you could make that up but I don't think that's true yeah, I mean, it's like kind of like the Darth Jar Jar theory, where like, yeah. <laughs> Which I love. But <laughs> I do love it, but it's also I like, yeah, it. he's like pretty just slapsticky. He's not a <laughs> I don't think evil he's dude. like an evil mastermind. I'm sorry, I can't buy into it. <laughs> but anyway, that's my theory. So if anyone else has like thoughts on this or like supports me on this topic, um, please, please let me know. Please reach out because I feel very strongly about it. <laughs> Well, there's also, like, the weird thing of, like, no mothers exist in the Star Wars universe. Well, it's just like Disney. Yeah, no moms ever, anywhere. Get them out of here. It's just so specific, too, because, like, even, like, you go Rogue One, like, Generoso's mom dies, like, the first, like, five minutes of the movie. Uh, They did, like, Star Wars Rebels, where Ezra's mom, well, both his parents are dead, like, pretty early on. Yeah, there's just, like, no moms out there. And even, like, Leia dies. Um, yeah, Han I dies, mean, too, really. Yeah, I'm going to be real. <clears throat> like, w- women's rights in general are fucked in the Star Wars universe. They just kill off women right and left, either directly or indirectly, through a lack of care. And, like, no one seems to question it. So this is, like, a bigger issue, I think. <laughs> yeah, I it's think, just like, rough. Ray, Ray's, like, the only female who, like, 
main character that survives all like all the other females like die yeah yeah and she's got she's got like some big dick energy i mean she's she does on our on our discussion of daddies like i think ray could be up there as a female daddy quite honestly (laughs) and just going back to that with jane (laughs) like i feel like jen uh yeah jen or says more like oh um, she's got big daddy energy for sure yeah like i'm more into that than ray like i don't know why that's that's valid no i i like her a lot i like her character but anyway um so that's about all i have to touch on for star wars but i did want to get into another fandom now um and that one is lord of the rings so i did a recent rewatch of the trilogy um because newcomers the podcast with lauren lapkus and nicole byer that we've plugged many times on this show because we both listened to it um they're doing season two now where they watch lord of the rings for the first time and of course listening along i had to do a rewatch myself i think you're doing a rewatch as well right now correct yeah i just finished two towers so yeah so Mm -hmm. me and andrew did the uh the trilogy rewatch over um the long weekend over labor day weekend and my god those movies hold up like i just want to talk about how good those movies are (laughs) even like for like 2000 early 2000s cgi like i'm just so impressed like everything looks so good like no those movies can come out today and be cutting edge like it is absurd they are so good so well done like I was honestly just blown away. Like, I love those movies, and I know I love those movies, but every time I rewatch them, like, I'm amazed all over again at, like, how good they are. Um, And I feel like Lord of the Rings is another one that has had, like, kind of a a rebirth in, like, kind of the meme culture age because there's a lot of really good Lord of the Rings memes out there right now. And that has also, like, added to my enjoyment because when I was doing a rewatch, every time I would see a scene that's, like, used in a popular meme format i would just like die laughing because i love it they're so good um but so many like quotable lines in those movies that i feel like you don't even like even think about the fact that they originated in lord of the rings like there's a lot of lines that like i felt like i say in my daily life that i'm like oh shit that was originally from this movie i didn't don't even think about that anymore but they're just so ingrained in like i don't know popular culture See, what cracks me up is, like, even, like, just early internet, like, potatoes, boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Like, that was, like, one of the biggest early, like, internet things out there. I know. That was, like, an OG meme, like, before memes were a thing. Yeah. There's so much in that movie. And just, like, the you shall not pass. Like, that's used in everything ever. Yeah, like, there's so many good, like, one-liners and stuff in these movies. Like, (laughs) So let's quickly do some, like, Lord of the Rings thirst. Um, oh man okay we've gotta i love it yeah all right so i have to talk about the fact that you know growing up you were either when these movies first came out anyway if you were a girl who was roughly my age Mm -hmm. you either were team aragorn or team legolas like you chose one you were one type of girl or the other i was always team aragorn and i stand by that and i feel like as people's tastes have matured a lot of girls who were team legolas have come over to the correct side and joined me but I mean, I feel like those are the easy thirst giveaways for this movie. Those are the two, True. I would say, thirstiest characters of the movie. So I feel like some like underrated ones are Carl Urban's in it for a very short time, but like he looks fucking good in there. Yeah. Um, and he then does. 
I feel like Sean Bean doesn't get enough love. Stop it. I love, well, I love Boromir. Yeah, One of my favorite great. characters. I love him so much. I was just ranting to Andrew when we were watching these movies about how much I love Sean Bean. Like, he is Ned Stark. He's Boromir. He is the bad guy in National Treasure. He himself is a National Treasure. Like, God, he's perfect. But anyway. I, I, I could talk about the ladies in these movies, but legit, there's like three of them. So. Which is pretty bleak, honestly. Like, not a lot to pick <laughs> from in that department. And, yeah, that's something that the only thing I would say, honestly, that does not hold up on a rewatch in these movies is how many white dudes there are. And that's oh, all yeah. there are. <laughs> and when, like, uh, when someone dies, they come back, back to life even whiter than what they were before. <laughs> it was <really> <laughs> advanced white (laughs) oh Uh, it's true but um yeah i would love to see a little more diversity in these movies i would like to see women represented a little bit better the women who are in this movie are badass all you know three of them they're cool as hell but like i just let's get some more of that (laughs) so have you read the books i have not and it's always been something i want to do i've read the hobbit i have not read the trilogy it's kind of miserable if I'm being fully honest. But, wow, okay, because um, everyone the, loves the books. I'm not a fan. Okay, um, okay. It's, it's, they're interesting. The, just the movies are just way better. Um, but anyway, with the books, like the female representation is even worse. Oh, because no. even like Galadriel, like who's like a pretty cool character in the movies, in the books, it's just like some lady they run into and Gimli is like obsessed with her and it's like, can I have your hair? It's very golden. I really want your hair. Okay, I'm glad they took that out of the movie because that's creepy as yes. hell. <laughs> it's very oh, creepy. No. And she gives it to him and he's just like, I will treasure it forever. And like, that's pretty much the whole conversation of what's Dude, Galadriel. stop. No. no. <laughs> I don't like that. Oh no. But Gimli's one of my favorite characters actually. So I'm glad they left that out of the movie. I love him. <laughs> no, and honestly, like with Gimli in particular, they do it well at the Hobbits too. But just like every time he's around with Aragorn or Legolas, like they just do such good cutting of like making sure like the height difference is there and like with like pretty practical effects like not just like cgi I know. Out, like, well yeah it's so interesting yeah if you think about the filming of this movie and what a nightmare it must have been just logistically to do the different heights of all the characters like it really is crazy because it there are some parts where you're kind of like okay that character looked bigger in the last scene like and now they're tiny like that's kind of weird but overall like it does hold up pretty well and like looks pretty convincing which is crazy being as like all these people were like roughly the same height and they made them into like fucking hobbits like it's it's very cool also um john rice davies is very tall in real life like he's like over six feet um gimli yeah he's very tall well he is um this is a another nerdy crossover from my mind john rice davies is sala in uh raiders of the lost ark Oh, interesting. Huh. Yeah. So he is one of my favorites. Yeah. So he's Sala in Raiders of the Lost Ark and then uh, once again in um, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Um, But he is Gimli and he also voices Treebeard, which I don't know if you knew that. They're the same person. Yeah. So he voices both. Um, But he's very tall in real life. So it's even more interesting that he's um, dwarf height in the movies. (laughs) I think he's like actually taller than like Ian McKellen in real life. So yeah, it's pretty cool. 
They do a good job because they always just like pan the camera down like whenever he talks. Like yeah, it's just like yeah. he's always like looking up. So it's a cool, yeah. yeah. Just all the practical effects in the movies are just amazing. Honestly. Well, and I think that's why these movies do hold up so well is like, honestly, they didn't rely on CGI a lot. They, m- most of their sets were completely built out and real. Like the castle, I think Andrew was reading a fact or something when we were watching about, um, one of the sets and how it's not a real place but they completely built it out so like it was real like when they were shooting there like it was not cgi at all like which is insane but they built out all these crazy sets and that's why it holds up and looks so good like years later and that's what was amazing me is because i was watching the fight at the end of two towers last night and that fight's um, so good what they do that's really good is, uh, and they stay co- pretty consistent with it, is it's pretty much lit by like moonlight, basically. Like there's probably some like maybe additional light that they're adding, but like whenever you see everything, it's kind of like this moonlight kind of glow to everything. Mm-hmm. But when you compare that to like the shitty Game of Thrones battle on the last season, where like don't even get me just, started. Like, <laughs> yeah, everything's just dark as fuck. And I'm just like, yo, like the choreography on this is amazing. Like, I don't know. It was just so good that even like comparing it to like stuff I've seen now, it's just, it just holds up so well. Oh my gosh. And it's so funny you should say that because actually that is something that Andrew said when we were watching that battle um, in Two Towers. He was like, wow, this is just making me really sad at how bad the Game of Thrones final season was because Mm -hmm. like if they could do this like 10 years ago, like like what are we doing wrong now you know like it was so bad in comparison and I'm just like yeah it's so sad like we could have had something really amazing and it's just it's like damn where where was this talent then <laughs> but yeah it is the, the movies truly are just so good and I love them and I'm wearing my um one ring to rule them all um I'll post a picture um when this episode comes out on our instagram but i'm wearing my nerdy uh lord of the rings replica ring uh for recording this (laughs) i put this on and andrew was like oh my god i can't believe you have that and i was like well yeah because it's cool and he's like no he's like no it's not he's like in high school that's like what all the nerdy girls war that they thought was cool and i'm like yeah because it is cool and i'm one of those nerdy girls like that was me so like clearly you would not have liked me in high school (laughs) it's just sad he was popular in high school he doesn't get it i'm like oh i was one of those nerdy girls that you didn't like (laughs) like okay (laughs) that's fine (laughs) oh the one kind of current thing uh i I think we wanted to talk about i don't think we really brought it up but the new uh batman trailer that uh, oh came out okay we have not discussed this yet i think no. we meant i think we meant to discuss it like two weeks ago and we just never did but um it looks so good i'm so excited actually and i am like very not you know me i don't know if our listeners know but i'm very much not a marvel person i hate marvel i i'm very honest about it i do like dc but i say that with like an asterisk at the end because like i don't support ben affleck batman at all i'm sorry ben but i don't support it i did not see those movies just because i couldn't and like nothing is ever going to be better than you know the dark knight trilogy like you got christopher nolan um and it's just it's never gonna get better than that for me so i am very particular about my superheroes however 
I am thrilled just based on the trailer for the new Rob Pattinson Batman. I'm so excited. I think I watched it like 20 times when it came out because I was just like, holy shit. I watched it a few. Yeah, a few times in a row. Um, and then I had a uh, rather erotic dream about Robert Pattinson <laughs> um, <laughs> later that night. <laughs> but oh my gosh, he's just giving me like my chemical romance realness in this he whole is. trailer. It's like the most emo thing I've ever seen. And it's so good. <laughs> he's got the guy liner on. Like his eyes are just just smudged to hell and i love it (laughs) i love that they're just going like straight serial killer like detective work like everything about it just looks so good it looks darker than the dark knight trilogy and i'm like perfect because that's the only direction you can go now (laughs) like the standard's been set (laughs) like Yeah, you could either go, like, the more, like, Batman 66, like, jokey version, or you can go, like, the more, like, dark version. So it looks like they're going, like, straight out dark, and I love it. And I love that. I'm I'm thrilled. I can't wait. It looks so good. It looks like a straight-up serial killer horror movie, and you know I live for that, so I'm thrilled. Um, I hope it lives up to our expectations, but, yeah, so far, so good. So, yeah, very exciting. Excited. I think you want to talk about the new Dune, Dune trailer. Did you want to go into that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, while we're in the topic of upcoming nerdy shit, um, <laughs> let's talk about Dune. So I am not terribly familiar with Dune, like as a concept. Um, so I had to do a little research, although I have been excited about the movie ever since I first saw the news that they were like making a Dune movie just because they announced the casting very early on and it's just stacked. Like the cast is just everybody famous ever is in this movie. Um, So I was like, all right, sounds like it's going to be a good movie just based on these people alone. Um, And then the, the trailer came out like this week and the first full trailer looks really good. Um, the meme kind of says it all. The meme that was like, yo, that new Dune movie looks really good. And this is coming from someone who's had sex. <laughs> <laughs> but like, for real, it's true. That's how I feel about it. I'm like, yo, this actually looks pretty good. Like, and I mean, I'm a nerd, but I'm not like Dune level of nerd. <laughs> and this movie still looks good. Um, but I just... I had to know more. Like, I don't know anything about the actual premise of Dune. So I, I was reading the Wikipedia page for the original novel that the movie is based off of. And I gotta be real. It's the driest shit I've ever read. Like right <laughs> off the bat, like I was reading the description. And I texted you. I was like, what is this shit? Like, <laughs> it's literally about like the ecology of sand dunes. Like literally, like that's what inspired the author to write this like sci-fi novel was like, the ecology of sand dunes in Oregon. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I just can't. I know, and that's that. like the thing is like, it's so nerdy and like, it's such a dense book. I haven't read it yet, but I know I need to. But yeah, it's one of those nerd things like, or even the author was like, you're never going to adapt this to a movie. And then freaking Denis Villeneuve was like, all right, like hold my beer. I'm a great director. I can do anything. And so he's fucking doing it. And I can't wait. He's he's so good. Like I have not I've yet to see a bad movie that he's done. So I hope this doesn't prove me wrong, but I'm 
I'm just a stacked for it, really more on him than anything else. And then it's got your like love interest, Timmy, Timothy Chalamet in it too. So how is he in every movie that gets made now? Like, I just don't understand like where this is coming from. Like, how is his career just blowing up so fast? I, I don't get it. I don't understand the attraction. He looks like he's 12. I can't get over it. And then also there's like a weird age gap situation going on in the movie because like you've got Oscar Isaac there too with him who's like one of the sexiest men on the planet like unquestionably um and he's supposed to i think be his dad in this movie and i'm like y'all are like maybe 10 years apart like this feels weird to me like this doesn't seem like the right like age differential but i I don't know like i could be misreading that but it just seems weird Yeah, it's not a good look when your, like, dad is, like, significantly more attractive than you. Like, Yeah, for real. It's not really cool. <laughs> yeah, that's not chill of him. Yeah. <laughs> but, very unchill. Um, and then you've got Jason Momoa just thrown in there just to make everyone else look Jeez. like hot garbage. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. It's like, if you, like, could have one up on an Oscar Isaac, you fucking throw Jason Momoa in there. who's just, like, pure sex energy, like, dude. And you got, I like... Know. You got like Rebecca Ferguson, who's like one of the hottest people on the planet. Josh Brolin, like, ah, it's just like every sexy yet good actor you could find just like thrown into this movie. And also Zendaya, who yeah, yeah, yeah. is amazing. I don't know if you watch, I, I doubt you watched Euphoria on HBO, um, her kind of not. like breakout acting role, but that TV show is excellent. It's very good and she's excellent in it. Um, she's actually a really good actress and she also not even like sex appeal but just like she just oozes like coolness i don't know like she just seems so fucking cool in like everything that she does like she just always looks flawless she's got like this really great like powerful energy around her i feel like so i i love her too so i mean truly like everyone in this movie is just awesome but i mean minus timothy you know i feel weird about that um but I just like hope it's good you know like it looks like it can't possibly be bad but like you never know just because it's literally based on such weird source material like the source material just sounds dry as hell it's about like um like economic struggles and class warfare and the ecology of planets like that's truly the description of it and I just I don't know. Like, I hope they make it interesting. <laughs> Have you ever heard the, like, thing from the first movie where it's like, the spice. Oh, my gosh. The spice. No, I haven't. <laughs> I, like, I truly know nothing about so, this. Just based on the description, I know that the spice is, like, the thing that they're, like, the resource that they're trading or whatever, but. Yeah. So I haven't seen it, but uh, David Lynch did the original Dune movie with oh, Kyle McLaughlin. That sounds weird. <laughs> Kyle Kyle McLaughlin was the lead too. So yeah. Another David Lynch, Kyle McLaughlin situation. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh the first time they teamed up, up in too. This. <laughs> yep. Oh, I love it. Okay, I may have to find where I can stream that then because I kinda I kinda want to see it because love both of those people. Yeah, I've been to watch it for a while, so I'm going to have to get on that now that the new one's coming. All right, we may need to do a watch and then, like, discuss on the pod if we both watch it, because I'm very curious now. Sounds good to me. We need to do that with Cats, whenever the fuck Cats, like, comes on HBO. I know, it's still not out yet, but, like, whenever it is, you know we're doing an in-depth discussion. (laughs) 
we're gonna have to drop a special emergency episode like that day <laughs> it'll be like a uh part therapy of like why did that cat turn me on and yeah there's just a lot i'm gonna need like a full debrief after i watch like i know yeah <laughs> oh my god uh, i um, think that was pretty much that everything pretty much covers I had. it yeah, yeah, I think those are all our nerdy topics. Um, if you're still listening at this point, like, thank you for sticking with us, going full nerd on this episode. Listen, um, <laughs> we made it 10 fucking episodes without doing this, so this was yeah. our yeah. time to just, like, blow out, so. I know, we truly unleashed it on this episode, but um, I, I love all of these things, so I'm glad we got to discuss some of the kind of current happenings with all this stuff. Um well, to kind of wrap it up, I guess, any uh, any random thoughts, random chatter, live updates? Uh, no, I think, didn't you want to talk about Travis Scott real quick? I will touch on that very briefly. This is a very, like, abrupt shift in our topics. <laughs> um, but I just have to mention the fact that uh, Travis Scott, who, if you don't know, he did Sicko Mode the song which was like extremely popular um he had a very popular album he's a rapper he is kylie jenner's baby daddy um that's about all i have to say about him he seems fine whatever but apparently he's like a huge fan of mcdonald's and he has like a special order at mcdonald's and mcdonald's is doing an official partnership with him it's called the Travis Scott burger. Or if you want to go full meal route, you can get the Travis Scott meal. And it consists of, it's basically like a Big Mac with bacon and extra cheese, I think. I don't know. It, like I read the description of it and I was like, okay, this doesn't seem special at all. It's literally like no. he added like one or two things. And then um, the whole meal is like with fries and barbecue sauce for dipping which again okay cool not really like blowing me out of the water here and then like a sprite to drink like that's the that's the whole situation like so it's not like a custom exotic new addition to the menu it's literally just like here's his combo of what he likes to order you can order it too now so i just think it's hilarious there's a lot of funny memes about it online i'll try to post some of them but um I just like want to know why like I want to know why McDonald's felt the need to do this and apparently it's not like McDonald's does this all the time either this is actually very special the last time they did this was with fucking Michael Jordan apparently so huh. like why Travis Scott why now That's I have so a random. lot of questions <laughs> it's really bizarre yeah and I was reading some articles online trying to like figure out like is there more to this like I don't understand but no there's nothing more to it like that's <laughs> the whole situation so I guess if you want to roll up at McDonald's and order the Travis Scott special, like you can do that and they might only laugh at you a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be trying it anytime soon. But um, if you have tried this, let us know. We'll bring you on the pod to talk about your experience. Um, it'll be great. <laughs> I'll, I'll do this at some point just to say I did it. Honestly. Okay. If you could do this, I can't because gluten, but um, if you could go on this journey for me i would love it <laughs> yeah i'll do it i'll do it oh, i did have one update i wanted to talk about so you know like a long time ago we talked about kanye running for president yeah yeah so he 
it's still like yo like it's not gonna happen by any means like i think i think he's pulling less than like other i think other is like two or three percent and then like he's at like one percent so yeah not like the best um anyway so he came out with a list of policies and let me know if you would consider voting for kanye on this one policy oh my god he's he's planning on giving every mother one million dollars wow how like right (laughs) just what (laughs) oh my god oh no yeah kanye i'm like i'm legit like worried about him though is the thing like i don't know if you've like read any of the oh i have him but it is just not good man like ugh. So even on a finance thing, if you like, if if it was just like, if you're just going on births, like if you just went on like one like million babies born in a year, that would be like a trillion dollars. Like this plan makes like zero sense, and that's like a low number for the U.S. So yeah, yeah, yeah yikes. Um, well, great, <laughs> love it. <laughs> I just saw that and it made me laugh really hard. Oh, dear. Oh, Kanye. Oh, man. I know. All right. Well, I guess that about wraps it up. Um, Any final thoughts before we go? I don't think so. Check out any of the random nerdy shit. Um, And if you have any nerdy shit that you think we should talk about, like email the pod at notsocasualcounters at gmail.com or hit us up at Instagram because why not? Like, we don't mind talking anything nerdy, so go for it. I will put a slight disclaimer on that. You said anything, but um, there are certain topics I will not broach. Um, One of them being Dungeons and Dragons. Don't talk to me about that shit. Um, And then I don't want to talk about Marvel because you know how I feel about that. But pretty much like anything else out there, I would say I'm fairly open to. Um, Yeah. So hit us up, knowing knowing my requirements. Now I'm going to get like 20 emails being like, yo, talk about Marvel. <laughs> I want to talk about the dungeons and the dragons, okay? <laughs> Art thou feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's only going to be like two people who get that reference, but it's fine. <laughs> oh, that's great. And on that note, um, we will see y'all next week. <laughs> Peace and blessings, y'all. Peace and blessings.